Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card, right this way, it's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at first, first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see what music does to people it gives me a lot of hope if you liked locatora before you're gonna love season nine subscribe to our show and you'll see why locatora is your prima's favorite podcast listen to locatora radio as part of the michael Cultura podcast network available on the iHeartRadio app apple podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take DC. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Here we go. Welcome in to the beginning of a brand spanking new edition of the Ben Maller Show podcast. Happy Tuesday. It's the ninth day of January. We recorded this podcast overnight, so you have fresh audio content right now. We start with the championship game of collegiate football, Michigan and Washington. A couple of Big Ten rivals duking it out. College football championship game. Does Michigan winning the title increase or decrease the chances of Jim Harbaugh leaving Michigan? Also, what do the odds say that this 15-0 Michigan title team stands the test of time, meaning that they will remain 15-0. They'll have no wins taken away. And will this game pop the bubble for Washington quarterback Michael Penix Jr.'s NFL stock? And does Michigan quarterback J.J. McCarthy have a bright future in pro football? We'll talk about all that and more right now. Here it is, our number one. A championship kind of a night. Well. Come in the beginning of another edition of the Ben Maller Show. We are in the air everywhere as we rub elbows. And we know it's like deja vu all over again as we are hanging out coast to coast, border to border, and beyond on the vast and deafeningly 
powerful microphones of FSR emanating live from the chow, the chow line, as we serve up piping hot, fresh sports takes all night long. We are broadcasting live from the TireRack.com studios. TireRack.com will help you get there in unmatched selection, fast free shipping, free road hazard protection, and over 10,000 recommended installers. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. Our lead this hour coming from the gridiron, but not, not the NFL gridiron. No, 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 no. We reached the finish line. That's all she wrote. Turn at the last. The party's over for college football as they played the title game on Monday night. The college football season coming to an, a quiet end on the 8th day of January in Houston, Texas, the site of the festivities there, the home of the national championship game. A couple of Big Ten rivals going forward anyway, matching up in the home of the NFL's Texans. You had Jim Harbaugh, the face of Michigan football. He's a Michigan man, Jim Harbaugh. And he goes against Michael Penix Jr. of Washington, their star quarterback who had lit the Pac-12 on fire this year. So that was the setup. I don't know if you saw the game or not. Maybe you had other things going on. You didn't get a chance to watch it or you don't give a rat's ass about college football. Either way, they played the game anyway. Blake Cornham. Corum, rather. Blake Corum, he's a running back. He's a, he's a, I don't know if he's going to be a player in the NFL or not, but Blake Corum, running back from Michigan, 134 yards and not one but two fourth quarter touchdowns. And Jim Harbaugh got her done as Michigan, the top ranked team in the college football playoff. And they complete the journey to the very top, the peak of the mountain. As they win the national title by beating Washington, they pull away late 34-13. to It was a one-score game for a good stretch in the second half. But in the end, Michigan wins 34-13, to and they are the champions of the college football playoff. So let us discuss the question. The game itself, not much of a talker. Uh, in, in the humble opinion of the blowhard that you happen to be listening to right now. So... Here's the angle we're going to look at. Does Michigan winning the national championship increase or decrease the chances of Jim Harbaugh exiting stage left from the Wolverines? So that's the question. Does Michigan winning the title increase or decrease the chances of Jim Harbaugh skedaddling, exiting stage left, from the Wolverines. So I've got Fidget Spinner, IOC, and Vaudevillian. And we will combine all of these things together. We're going to lock them together like that Michigan defense locked down the Washington offense for the majority of that game. So number one! Number one! Which also happens to be where Michigan is. Number one! Number one! Anyway, uh, this... Outcome. The outcome of the game, while it's wonderful, and if you if you bleed maize and blue, man, is this cool, it's wonderful, and all that great stuff. But I'm a talk show host. And as a talk show host, this game does not change 
the future of Jim Harbaugh in a negative or a positive way. It is there. It's it's a, it's the Komodo dragon in the room is right there. Uh, Jim Harbaugh has a battle, but it's not with college football in terms of the the, the Big Ten. Well, I guess it kind of is the Big Ten, but it, it, the NCAA in general, the rules and regulations of the NCAA. And Michigan winning is great. It is validation for Jim Harbaugh, who was – I'm old enough to remember when Harbaugh was getting absolutely smoked when he first took over at Michigan – and so this demonstrates that all those beatdowns early on by Ohio State were merely growing pains, and they were worth it. Now, in the context of the future, which is what we are discussing right now, you and I, in the context of the future, Jim Harbaugh remains like a fidget spinner, gyrating all over the place, right? We know that Harbaugh has already tried not once, but at least twice To go to the NFL. So if he wanted to go to the NFL while he was building a championship team, why would he not want to go to the NFL after winning said championship? It the the idea that well he's got to stay now. No, he's got the the NCAA rule police, the Gestapo breathing down his neck, and all that. So you've got that as a factor as well. Now page two here. All right, what are the chances? That this 15-0 Michigan football team, a team for the ages. But what are the chances that this team stands the test of time? And in Ann Arbor, I, we'll answer this this way. In Ann Arbor, sure. In Ann Arbor, Michigan football, it doesn't matter. These guys are golden. They are golden at Michigan. They'll be eating free meals for years, free drinks, come back, get paid appearances, you name it. They're good to go. They'll be doing insurance commercials in 2044, and they'll talk about you know staying at some you know Michigan Wolverine house or something like that. That'll be coming your way. J.J. Uh, McCarthy, I'm sure, will be will be made uh, a golden man in Michigan. However, that is not the the bigger issue here. The bigger issue, okay, and there's there's no way around this is the Michigan football team. For the rest of college football, for the rest of college football, the chances of this lasting are slim and none. And as the old line goes, slim is currently on standby at the airport and on the first flight out of town. See you later. All right, so heading to Guam. I think slim is heading to Guam right now. But this record is written in Acme Vanishing Inc. My moles around college football. And so here's what I do. When there's a championship game, I'm such a loser. I have... I have certain friends. I, I over the years I've been around these different sports, and so there's a college football night. So I'm texting some friends of mine who work in that world. Like that's that they're fully immersed in the college football world. And so I, yeah, I'm texting back and forth. And so the general consensus, the general consensus is that this record is written with vanishing ink. That the 15 and 0 mark and all that goes with that. Uh, the the moles that I've chatted with around college football. The indication is that as we are speaking right now, Michigan rivals are already plotting, already plotting to have this thing voided, the championship. They're already working on it. And if you don't know what I'm talking about, I mean, it's obviously the 
the story of the of the year, which I didn't make a big deal about, but other people have made a giant deal about. It didn't affect me, so I didn't really care that much about it, but other people are losing their mind about the sign-stealing scandal that shadowed the Michigan Wolverines. And the NCAA, what I do know about the NCAA is they operate like the International Olympic Committee, the IOC, the governing body of the Olympic Games, which means that it is more likely than not that all it takes is a secret report from Ohio State or Iowa or who knows, maybe one of the new Big Ten teams like UCLA or USC, and they'll ding the Michigan football program. There's only one man. There's only one man that can keep that Michigan championship unsullied. Do you know who that one man is? That's right. Rob Manford. Manfraud. If Rob Manford ran college football, they'd give Michigan an extra championship. Here you go. That weasel. I haven't forgotten. Weasel, weasel, weasel. Ran interference for the cheating ass. One, one thousand, two, one thousand holes. It's true. You little weasel. Yeah. If Rob Manford ran college sports, Michigan would have nothing to worry about. Instead, he's just running baseball one season at a time. All right. Uh, now, final point. Will this particular game pop the bubble of excitement around Washington quarterback Michael Penix Jr. and his stock for the NFL draft? You, If you listen to this show, in a previous episode of the program, we took a call from a guy in Minnesota who had, had already mapped it all out. Now, he also mapped out the mini bar in his home, but he mapped out in a previous episode that the Vikings were going to take Michael Penix Jr. This guy's great and all that. I I think I said something to the effect, what happens if he goes out there and stinks in the championship game? Uh, And and he was bad. Uh, This was not uh, his night. He did not play well. Michigan had pretty much bottled up for the most part. There were a couple of plays that were big, but Michigan bottled up the playmakers. Anything that Michigan didn't do, the referee stepped in and helped out. Uh, but we're not supposed to talk about that part out loud. You're not supposed to talk about the clear bias of the officiating in the national championship game. That is not supposed to be talked about. I don't know why not. Uh, but but here's the way I looked at Michael Penix. We'll stay focused on Michael Penix Jr. for a, a moment. This was, it was like a Patriot scandal from a few years ago. It was deflating. It was deflating because he looked mortal. It was the pin popping the balloon of hype and Penix had been hyped up and rightfully so as a rock star he had one of the great college football games you can possibly have in the first Washington playoff game and his encore left a lot to be be desired and so you see that mortality here you see a guy that has played college football for about 12 years it seems like he started at Indiana he's got two bum knees and uh, he gets tossed around like a tin can or a tornado it was like a vaudevillian comedy act watching michael Penix jr as he got kicked kneed elbowed poked in the eye and beaten to a pulp in this game so michigan again they got a little help they did you know hey they're michigan they're michigan football and they uh, they certainly got a little bit of help there from the referees there were several 50-50 calls that went against Washington, and the the timing is everything. The, the officials can certainly play a big role in the outcome of these games because you've got selective enforcement. 
Selective reward. You can call holding if you want or not call holding. There was a ticky-tack holding call that took a big play against Washington off the board. But then Michigan guys could could essentially horse-collar the Washington guys, and it didn't matter. They wouldn't call the penalty. Now, on the other side, since we're obsessed with quarterbacks, does Michigan quarterback J.J. McCarthy have a bright future in the NFL? So I don't see this one, and maybe I'm missing something, and you can correct me, but I've seen this guy play a few times during the college football season. I'm not obsessive with college football, but I've seen him play a few times. And pretty much every time I've seen him play, I'm like, well, he's he's a jag. He's just a guy. He's okay. I don't think he's the greatest quarterback of all time, like they're hyping him up to be the greatest Michigan quarterback of all time. But I would say the forecast is not bright, but it's partly cloudy. I would say partly cloudy. And he has given a master class on being a game manager. There are some people so carried away saying, well, Jim Harbaugh is going to go to the NFL and he's going to draft J.J. McCarthy, and uh, and that's how this is going to go. So, okay. Uh, I look at him, I say, he doesn't even look as good as Bryce Young who can't play in the NFL. So uh, what do we do with that? Put that in your pipe and smoke it. It is the Ben Maller Show. If you would like to be part, we open up the lines here. It's all things college football. The hour of college football as we celebrate the end of the season and the championship for the Michigan Wolverines as they win once a generation. If they're lucky, they will win a championship. This is the once in a generation, so I guess they can go back to stinking for the next 30 years or so. But they have won the championship. We'll take your call. Speakeasy rules are in effect also on X at Ben Maller. That is at Ben Maller, if you'd like to be part now. We mentioned Jim Harbaugh and the possibility of him going to the NFL. Harbaugh was asked point blank about going to the NFL. What did Jim Harbaugh say? We've got the audio. We'll get to that, and we will do it next. Be sure to catch live editions of the Ben Maller Show weekdays at 2 a.m. Eastern, 11 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Hey, we're Cavino and Rich. Fox Sports Radio every day, 5 to 7 p.m. Eastern. But here's the thing. We never have enough time to get to everything we want to get to. And that's why we have a brand new podcast called Overpromised. You see, we're having so much fun in our two-hour show, we never get to everything. Honestly, because this guy oh, is overpromising things we never have time for. Yeah, you blubber lips. Blaming me. Well, you know what? It's called Overpromise. You should be good at it because you've been overpromising women for years. Well, it's a Cavino and Rich after show, and we want want you to be a part of it. We're going to be talking sports, of course, but we're also going to talk life and relationships. And if Rich and I are arguing about something or we didn't have enough time, it will continue on our after show called Overpromised. Well, if you don't get enough, Kavino and Rich, make sure you check out Overpromised and also Uncensored, by the way. So maybe we'll go at it even a little harder. It's going to be the best after show podcast of all time. There you go. Overpromising. Perfect. And remember, you can see it on YouTube, but definitely join us. Listen to Overpromised with Kavino and Rich on the iHeartRadio app. Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe. Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. 
Obviously, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. So I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. It's an election year, so there's a lot of focus on the voters that TikTok is reaching. The initial reaction is like, oh, things are looking so resilient. I don't want to be too pessimistic, but I just don't see the political will down in Washington right now to to change their tune. I think the American electorate has been signaling that it expects a rematch of the 2020 election. These are unprecedented times. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Nikki Glaser Podcast. Her roast of Tom Brady stole the show. Now she's talking about it on the latest episode of the Nikki Glaser Podcast. I said, tell Tom Brady that I'm the Tom Brady of roasting. Lots of people roasted the goat, but only Nikki is still being talked about. Every time I refresh my DMs, it's 14 blue check marks of people I didn't even know who knew me are writing like paragraphs to me. Hear that in all episodes of the Nikki Glaser Podcast on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Nikki Glaser Podcast. To start listening. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals, Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The great silent majority of listeners to The Ben Maller Show sit on the sidelines having never had their opinions heard. You're invited to break the glass ceiling by taking up gigabytes with The Ben Maller Show. Just follow your host on X. He's at Ben Maller. And you can post that and follow me, Eddie Garcia, your humble sidekick, the voice of reason, your news guy, your announcer guy. I'm at Eddie on Fox. Second semifinal going on right now uh, between a couple of players. That was accurate. And now live from the TireRack.com Fox Sports Radio Studios, it's Ben Maller. I have made a tactical decision. I would like to alert all the affiliates down the line. I came into the... Fox Sports Radio Studios, I'm told it's an honor to be here, and I am grateful to be here. But I would like to point out, at the home studio, I do not have the smell of rotting trash in the studio. You could if you wanted to. Well, I could if I left food sitting around for hours. Garbage. So who do we think left that food? I took the trash can, I made a tactical decision, I put it out in the hallway. So I want everyone in the building to smell the rotting food, the, uh, rot, the rotting rubbish. Problem is, we're kind of the only ones here now. That's a good point. Yeah, But they do pick up the trash on Monday morning. 
Well, we can eliminate uh, the odd couple. I believe they don't. Do they come into the studio? I think they're uh, home well, most of the time, uh, right? Broussard lives in New York, so he, it's hard for him to come <laughs> there, to the studio. There you go. Uh, unless he has a plane. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to cross him well, off Rob the list. Well, Rob Parker comes in, though. He's here. Does he? Great Rob Parker. I don't know if Rob eats while he's here, though. I think does he eat a lot while he's on the air, Rob? I've seen him eat occasionally yeah. uh, during yeah. breaks, but I think someone threw like an old fish like into the uh, the wires or something. You smell. Iowa Sam came, I came in, in there, yeah. to give me the like, copy, and he smelled the, yeah. the rotting trash. Just yeah, it smelled it smelled like foul, a, right? It's just like disgusting. Yeah. What kind of what kind of vermin? Smelled pretty. Uh, do that. I, I, if you're gonna eat a, a seafood meal, why don't you at least go down the hall and throw it out in the main trash can? I know. I don't. I don't know. It, now, some people are saying it's Jason Smith and Mike Harmon. I disagree, though. Exactly. That's a that's the smell of rotting food from hours ago. So, could it be Covino and Rich? I don't know them very well to uh, to know, know what. I don't know uh, them that well either. But they seem like nice fellows. When they I seem like good guys. They're, they're usually pretty happy and they're smiling. Covino and Rich, but. Is it conceivable that they, what they do, like two hours? They were in here for two hours and they ate a meal during the two hours they were on the air? <laughs> could be. Uh, Who else could it be? It's, it's not, uh, the people that use this studio, It's the, the smell is rotting from hours ago. So Gottlieb? Gottlieb's a possibility. Oh, Gottlieb. He might be one. He too, pauses right? and eats. while When he's pausing, <laughs> he's eating. So it might have been Gottlieb. Hmm. Things that make you go, hmm. Leave some old uh, fruit rinds sitting around. Well, what we could do, if you really want to go next level CSI, we'll have Iowa Sam, because he doesn't care about this. If he'll dig through the trash to see what exactly was rotting, and yeah. then we can go back and hear the podcast and what they were eating. Just give me a... Uh... I mean, Sam's put his hand in the toilet, so yeah. Yeah. what's a trash can? It's nothing. nothing. It might yeah. be some maggots in the trash can, I, the I way dug it smells. Through, but... I dug through the trash at Wendy's once. You did? Yeah, because I thought I threw my wallet out there. I, th- I thought I wow. threw my wallet in the trash. Dumpster diving oh, sand. No, right they, there. they took a, a couple of bags of their trash and like let me go through it. And then it turned out my wallet was in my backpack. <laughs> <laughs> so you jo- did all that for nothing. You're well, did you find anything worthwhile, no, though? No, no. It was horrible. No. You're yeah. an interesting guy, I was saying. You've yeah. used your hand as a, your arm as a, a plunger, and you've dug through Wendy's trash not, where you didn't have to dig through Wendy's I didn't, trash. I thought I, I was very desperate. I thought I had to dig through it. But uh, I'm not, uh, you know, it doesn't really grow. How many me times have you lost your wallet? Well, actually, sadly, I just lost it a few weeks ago. Uh, uh, did you not get it back? That actually, I didn't lose it that time. I found it in you my found back. found it. This okay. time, uh, I left it in a, to Phoenix Airport, and someone took it. I, oh. So I had to replace it. Oh. But you yeah. got on the plane before they took it. It was right? my so. mistake. I left it there like an idiot. I, I, but I then somebody could have turned it in, and then they could have gone to TSA and said, "Here's a wallet. Give it back to the person." I uh, I, I did a like a missing you know items uh, form for my jacket, hoping that the wallet would be in there, and it was not in there when I got back. So, got yeah. the jacket back, but the wallet, the wallet no. When I was uh, in college, got eighty bucks out of me. I lost my wallet at Disneyland. Happiest place on earth. And someone turned it in. That's very nice. I've had my wallet. So I've tried to pay that forward the rest of my life. Yeah. When I find something, I always turn it in. The the most famous one, I was at a gas station and there was a wad. Very famous. This is world. It was a wad of bills laying on the ground. Yeah, and That's I took yours. I took it inside to the guy, and I said, "Hey, somebody dropped this." And he it looked, wasn't even in a wallet. No, no, that they just kept it. That's you just gave the guy the he, gas station. Yeah, yeah. And he looked, and he looked at me like, "And yeah," and I'm like, "Well, it's not mine. Here you go." Oh, come on, Eddie. I mean, I, now you're just a goody two shoes. Now you're everyone, I'm, everyone I'm, right now I saying think you, I, I think I have heard this story before. Yeah, and no, I'm just I, as appalled. I I don't. I didn't need it. I'm fine. It wasn't mine. 
Anyway, I have, I have an idea, Ben. But I have no yes. doubt the guy at the that, gas station definitely no. kept it. Yeah. Well, what's, I have an idea, too. What's your idea? So we do, we have a, a camera in studio that we uh, sometimes make videos of. Oh, that's right. Yeah, it's your, right in front of, of your monologue. Yes, wow, yes. <laughs> I looked around. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I was like, is there a second camera? Well, there is actually. A, it looks like there's a camera up in the corner up here, though. It does look like there's a camera up there. So well, rough. anyway, we, we, we would need an accomplice in this. Um, yeah. Elijah. Oh, that's true. Oh, it's Elijah. your buddy, Elijah. Yeah, Elijah yeah. could be. And that. if we, like, set the recording to just go all day, yeah. we can review the footage, see who's eating the food. So it seems like a lot of work, though. Yeah, <laughs> it does seem I think like the ship a lot has sailed. Uh, it doesn't usually well, smell it's like, like but it's ship, going to The ship again. sailed, but it left the fish rotting behind, I, mean, I was yeah, saying. It's, okay. it's not is, like uh, this isn't going to happen again. It's going to yeah. happen again. No, and I, we were told in the new studio, you know, it, oh, yeah, be on your best be behavior and all that. And there's like a lid a, on your a, drink. But there was a snotty tissue in there the other day. Yeah, yeah. But that, like, Sunday night into Monday, we start our week Sunday night into Monday. Like, I kind of get that because. Because they don't, apparently times are tough. They can't pick up the trash on the weekends. Even though we're open 24-7, they don't pick up the trash on the weekends. But so mon- but Monday they pick it up, right? Was It a, It wasn't a holiday. The 8th day of January was not a holiday, right? Next Monday, this here, coming Monday, well, that's true, you were here. But this coming Monday is MLK Day, so they probably won't pick up trash on MLK Day. Definitely not. Definitely not. Augusta needs his days off, you know? So he the weekends that's off, That's the too. name of our, our guy that cleans the He's trash. He's our guy. He's our guy. It's He's outlasted almost everyone here at the company, by the way. He's uh, been here for a long time. Picks up the trash. Anyway, so that's that's what's going on behind the scenes, boy. Big scandal. Tra- rotting, some kind of rotting. It sounded like it smelled like seafood to me. Is that what it smelled like to you? Kind yeah. of a seafoodish yeah. dish? Yeah. Yeah. Yep. yeah. So I don't think Jason or Harmon eat seafood, so I don't think it's them. So I was, yeah, I, Plus it's too fresh. Yeah. 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 It's if I were to make a big board, I don't do this, but if I were to make like a big board of Persons of interest at Fox Sports Basically Radio. A list. It's not a list, Eddie. It's, it's, it's a, a big board. It's a big big board's different than a list. Everyone knows that. So the big board, I would have. See Gottlieb, OC. He comes in. He's been coming in more recently. Seafood. Are there any good fish restaurants around here where we do the show from? I don't know. I don't eat seafood, so I'm gonna go. Gottlieb is my favorite, actually, with Covino and Rich two and three. Rob Parker, distant fourth. Anyone disagree? Sounds like a good big board. I think someone threw some lobster shells into the uh, underneath the desk or something. That was pretty bad. And that's you know when you go to work, you don't want to smell that. The first thing you smell when you walk into your place of work, you don't want to smell rotting food. No, no. I mean I don't work in a dumpster. It's repulsive. I don't think I work in a trash can. Disgusting. Sometimes this place is a dumpster, but. I mean, your mom doesn't work here. Okay. I mean, again, all we ask is to go down the hall. And the pro- see, this is a this is a mistake by management. I'll rip management because they put too big a trash can in here, right? That encourages laziness, and people that get into radio are lazy, so that encourages laziness. Now, I don't, I do not leave rotting food here at all. By the way, I have not in years. I have not left rotting food here. Have you ever opened our refrigerator at times? It uh, can punch you in the face. Yeah. That would be our uh, our vegan our vegan friend Alex leaving his papaya seeds. Well, by the way, I can and, and I just this just struck me. I know we're getting off the topic, but that, whatever. So, who cares? Be sure to catch live editions of the Ben Maller Show weekdays at 2 a.m. Eastern, 11 p.m. Pacific. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe. Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. 
and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. It's an election year, so there's a lot of focus on the voters that TikTok is reaching. The initial reaction is like, oh, things are looking so resilient. I don't want to be too pessimistic, but I just don't see the political will down in Washington right now to, to change their tune. I think the American electorate has been signaling that it expects a rematch of the 2020 election. These are unprecedented times. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Nikki Glaser Podcast. Her roast of Tom Brady stole the show. Now she's talking about it on the latest episode of the Nikki Glaser Podcast. I said, tell Tom Brady that I'm the Tom Brady of roasting. Lots of people roasted the goat, but only Nikki is still being talked about. Every time I refresh my DMs, it's 14 blue check marks of people I didn't even know who knew me are writing like paragraphs to me. Hear that in all episodes of the Nikki Glaser Podcast on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Nikki Glaser Podcast to start listening. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals, Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. So we didn't get any news about Bill Belichick. Well, a little bit of news, I guess. Yeah, we did. He said he's willing to concede that he will no longer be the GM yeah. and just be the coach. That seems That's like right. a big story. To me. Yeah, pretty big. We'll see if he means it or not. Uh, Going to meet with Robert Kraft later this week. So, again, Bill Belichick yeah. saying that he's open to giving up the It GM is a teams. maestro move. I'm going to rant about this later. A uh, maestro move? Yeah, because what he's done is made Robert Kraft the douchebag. If Robert Kraft gets rid of the greatest coach in NFL history who's willing just to coach and is willing to give up, concede his power to be the GM, then Robert Kraft looks like a numbnuts. So it's good for Belichick. And it seems like Belichick does not really does not want to relocate. Like, to do that, because he can go coach some other team and not be the GM. He doesn't have to... He doesn't have to stay with the Patriots. Well, I think uh, a lot of talking heads in the media will criticize Robert Kraft, but I don't know that the Patriot fan base is going to kill Robert Kraft. I think a lot of those Patriot fans are ready to see a change. It's mixed. A lot of people sentimental. They don't want to get rid of the the memories. 
Memory lane. It is the Ben Maller Show. So we mentioned we had the, the great trash scandal of 2024. Uh, but I came in the building, and I did not even make it all the way down the hall of the building. And I was accused of being a thief by a colleague here. And, I, and I'm going to go to HR, Eddie. Okay, I want you to know I'm going to go to HR here because this is not right. Wow, wow. So I came in the building. Hmm. What could Ben have stolen? He doesn't eat. I, that's right. When he's here, so there's no I don't know, take food. poaching of food from the I, company I, refrigerator. I fast most of the time. I eat like one We're not assigned parking day. places, so it's not like he took somebody's parking no, spot. that is true. Yeah. Huh. So I walk in the well, building. Well, you know what? You do, What's you, you have taken pens before. Well, I do steal, yes, yes I steal pens. So. I have a Jay Moore pen. I have a Rush Limbaugh pen. May he rest in peace. I have a Steve Harvey pen. All the legends that pen, work though? here. No, it's not a pen. Not a pen. No. A pen's not a thief. You're not, it's not a crime to take it. doesn't a belong pen. to you. Take it. All right. So I walk in. I walk past the bathrooms, past the medical cabinet, which is where I get all my bandages, and, uh, and the, uh, the, eyeglass, uh, the eyeglass cleaner thing, which is up there, which I, I get all my eyeglass cleaner stuff. And, and then I, uh, I walk by the editing rooms down the hall, the main hall, and, uh, and I get a, uh, hello, D- uh, were you in the studio? Did you take my, my, uh, my high-end water? I was accused of stealing a bottle of water, Eddie. A bottle of water. Who accused you of that? I will not say the person's name, but it's a woman. That's all I will say. Did I? Uh, she had a uh, shit. Did night. I talk about her on the air not long ago? Well, you didn't know who she was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You yeah. Uh, did not know who she I, was. I, I thought she was someone else, and yeah. All right. Okay. Well, I believe she's online right now. Is she going to oh. apologize, Coop? Is she going to apologize for for accusing me of a crime wrongfully before I go to HR and uh, file a formal complaint? Uh, <laughs> that, that's, that that well, moan way, you heard from Coop was uh, Coop's eating something by the way as he's moaning he's eating something and I'm just ripping well, people for I throwing think that's, if, if here since Sunday if, oh, it's still well, good that's, that's not really a surprise Coop went in the trash took the the rotting seafood out if Coop, and was, uh, if Coop, used, <laughs> if Coop used the main studio often he would be sub suspect number one that is There's true no about that well I'm told uh, Brianna are you there Brianna she's laughing. <laughs> Giggling. I can't stop laughing. Well, are you the one that put the the, the fish in the trash? Is it you? <laughs> no, but I did eat shrimp. I, I had shrimp for dinner. And oh, there was shrimp in the building. <gasps> did you fi- did you fi- did you finish the shrimp? Uh, yeah, I've been waiting for the shrimp in the kitchen, but like I didn't go to the main studio. I don't go in there. I don't work in there. Yeah. Well, I wish I didn't work here. I mean, it smells disgusting, and I had to take the trash outside. And by the way, how could you accuse me of taking a water bottle? What's wrong with you? Okay, hold on. I mean, I have to defend myself because we both work in the old studio. I work there all day doing my coding. And so when I walked in earlier today, there was an, Evi- an empty Evian bottle, which was mine, just sitting there, and usually you sit there and press yeah, for the Yeah, I do. Floor. I do sit in there a lot. But here's the thing, uh, Brianna. <laughs> I don't drink Avion water. I don't. I drink... Avian. Is it Avian? <laughs> what no, is I'm it kidding. called? Avian no, flu Avian. water? <laughs> oh, that was the joke <laughs> when everyone had that. I remember that joke, yeah. No, but I go... Oh. What, what do I go in here? I am a creature of habit, and you know this, Brianna. <laughs> I walk in here, and I go... Usually, I turn right, and I, I fill up my jug of water... 
Free, by the way. The only one of the few things the company gives free. It's a perk to work here. Free water. And then I go get ice, and I put ice in there. But I'm not drinking. You're, you're high end. You're drinking bougie water. I don't drink bougie water. I don't. Well, so. I don't like water, so I have to drink high end. So I. Who doesn't I like water? It. You're made out of water. You don't like yourself if you don't like water. Eddie doesn't like water. Eddie's a jerk, too. No, it does not. Listen, it it doesn't. T- what you, what's wrong? What's wrong with you people in the water? I used to work when I covered the NBA. There was this uh, guy from Germany. Yeah, I'd a- say the tap water doesn't taste that great here. It has a little flavor to it. No, but know. the filter. There's a filtered. Thing I don't think it's, no, the, I think I don't it's the same. I think it tastes the same. The no, the filtered water tastes. I don't know. I, I don't taste. It tastes it. a little hard to me. I don't know. Yeah, that's not filtered. Well, see, no. Ben loads his his his. Uh, canister with yeah, ice i do and so when I it's do. like ice cold you can't taste the yeah. the nuances uh, to the water uh, i don't know if i agree with that but. all right well listen well, Brianna, that's true uh, when you get a call from hr i hope you understand it's not personal okay <laughs> it's not personal so, anyway. i just wanted to apologize and by the way wait, 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 hold on a sec now good job but you're a suns fan good job by the suns getting smoked by the clippers and uh, let's talk about the Saints, by the way. Your your team. All right, I don't have to. All right, I got to go. All right, thank you. There you go. Thanks, man. All right. There you go. She's going to be in a lot of trouble, Eddie, once HR gets on uh, top of this story. All right, uh, do you know where HR is located? I don't know what state yeah. they're in, but I'll find it, Eddie. There's only 50 possibilities. I know it isn't the one we're in, so it's one of the other states. Probably not Hawaii. Probably not Alaska. Probably not. Uh, Devin writes and says, Ben, good luck with HR. I doubt Arnie Spanier, self-proclaimed boss, uh, he says here, uh, will uh, something, something, something. Uh, I lost it. I'll, wow. I'll take you Listen seriously. Listen to you. Arnie. Wow. What? I think Arnie's still sitting shiva for the Dolphins. I don't know that he has time for anything other than that at this particular point. The wow. loss of the Dolphins. Always sad when the Dolphins die, but they usually die earlier than now. I will press on. Time now for the Who Am I game. Boy, this has been an hour of of fluff. Here's the Who Am I game. Here we go. Thanks to the 17-game schedule and some timely switching of teams, I became the first player since 1930, almost 100 years, to play 18 games in an NFL season. Who am I? The answer next. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. The Ben Malber Show never fails to amaze with all kinds of freaks of nature. Show your support for the oddities of the overnight. Our patented blend of 11 herbs and audio spices like Ask Ben and Sports Jeopardy fill up the content plate. Follow Ben on Facebook. He's at Facebook.com slash Ben Maller Show and on Instagram at Ben Maller on Fox. And now live from the Tyrac.com Fox Sports Radio Studios, it's Ben Maller. And time now for the uh, Who Am I game, a blatant attempt to get you to listen a little bit longer. We call it the Who Am I game, and away we go. And here it is. Uh, Thanks to that 17-game schedule they added a couple years ago and some very solid timing of changing teams. I became the first player since 1930 to play 18 games during an NFL season. Who am I? That is the question. What is the answer? And does anyone uh, know the answer? Page down. Uh, Anthony Anaheim says the smell in the studio is our old friend Poppy trying to get back on the show. That's not nice. 
Uh, who else do we have? Page down. Uh, and a lot of re- reaction to fish and the natty. A lot of reaction to that. Uh, that. On the on the air, uh, people with some very interesting, very descriptive, very descriptive terms for what uh, we are talking about. Nice spook. Booby Clark, guest by Maller Prop Guy. Uh, Eek in Roseville, Minnesota says uh, Montez uh, sweat, Sweet is the answer. Who else do we have? Sweat. Did I say sweat? Did I say no, sweet? You said sweet? I said sweet. Oh, I sweat. All right. Uh, former skipper Chuck Cottier uh, is the answer from Bay City. Tony. John Denny from Art Puffin. That's his answer. Charlie the Tuna. The sweet one. Guessed by the Cowboy Killer. The late night drug tester from Montana says you are Bob Denver, uh, who would have been 89 today. Uh, Eddie wanted him oh. dead uh, sooner. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Kawhi- I'm sure Cowboy will be reminding us of this later on. That's true. Mason in Huntington Beach says Kawhi Leonard, who averages 18 uh, games uh, per season. Well, that's that's an old take. That's a bad job by you. Uh, Anthony in Anaheim says it's former caller Holiday. Remember Holiday used to call the show back in the I day? I do remember fun, that, good yeah. guy. Uh, Scott in Rhode Island says his left testicle. Well, that's very kind, Scott, and very descriptive. Uh, Tigger, guessed by Milkman Mike in Colorado, the 1984 Yale Bulldogs from Ferg Dog. That's uh, his answer. Uh, Matt Barkley from Shane of Des Moines. Tori Holt, guessed by Robbie the Josh Allen fanboy, an occasional Mariner fan. Uh, who else do we have? Page down. Uh, Heaven League MVP Deacon Jones, guessed by Big Lou of the LBC. And uh, Andy, the comic book guy, says it is Tyree Kill's sulking sideline exit after the Bills game. Boy, Andy, the comic book guy's relentless. Let it go, Andy. It's a new day. It's a new dawn. Move on. A dandy Don Meredith, guessed by Rob in Minnesota. Eddie, what say you, Eddie? I'm going to go with former Lions legendary running back Amir Abdullah. Uh, I remember the name. Uh, that is incorrect, though, Eddie. The Wrong. correct answer. Nebraska. This guy played for the New York Giants. He was traded to the Seattle Seahawks midseason. Leonard Williams, defensive tackle Leonard Williams. He played 18 games. No weeks off. No weeks off all year. No I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at first, first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see what music does to people it gives me a lot of hope if you liked locatora before you're gonna love season nine subscribe to our show and you'll see why locatora is your prima's favorite podcast listen to locatora radio as part of the michael Cultura podcast network available on the iHeartRadio app apple podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C., 
We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.